This is Last Call with Chris Michaels. It's March 9th. And wow, what an amazing presidency we have so far. Biden is taking questions from reporters. He's firing back at people. I sincerely believe we've got the old man. Oh, no. We're just stuck with a befuddled old senile man. This is the third time, the third time that Biden has volunteered to take questions from the press and anybody else. And it's also the third time that his handlers have rushed out the media so that they couldn't ask any questions and Biden could not answer any questions. Today, Biden was at a D.C. hardware store. Of course, he is following Dr. Fauci's recommendations, his gray, vague, clouded, diluted, speaking out of both sides of his mouth recommendations. He is, uh, Biden, is in two masks, of course, uh, even though he has been supposedly given the vaccine. So, uh, you know, safety is paramount, especially amongst the elderly, as Biden is. And then, well, Biden's handlers essentially tell everybody to get lost as the owner of the hardware store tries to ask Biden a question. And then all of a sudden you hear, come on, press, let's go. We're going to move out. Let's go, you guys. Come on, let's go. And she repeats herself over and over, and people are trying to ask Biden about the crisis at the border. Oh, boy. So, of course, we all know that Biden has no idea where he is most of the time. And they want to ask him what's going on because the border right now is being inundated and flooded with people from Central and South America and Mexico. This is getting so bad that even the pro-Democrat fifth columnist propaganda arm known as the media, they're even getting a little annoyed about the whole thing. They say, as Sarah Carter reports, it's been 48 days since President Biden took office and he has yet to hold a formal press conference. And I might add, he has yet to hold a State of the Union. And I do not expect that State of the Union to ever occur. And they go on. There was a Washington Post op-ed. Now, Washington Post, they are definitely in the tank for the globalists. And they said last month would have been better about giving, about giving, uh, you know, an, an interview or at least answering questions. And this week would be better than next. Avoiding news conferences must not become a regular habit of Mr. Biden. He is the president, Americans, blah, 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 blah. But the point that they're trying to make here, rightfully so, is that the 15 most recent presidents have all given press conferences within the first 33 days in office, except Mr. Biden. And this is by Jake Tapper. Now, Jake Tapper, he is just a reprehensible fool. But, you know, he got this one right. And then it goes on. These often perfunctory exchanges are no substitute 
for former formal solo news conferences at which reporters can ask follow-up questions. Answers are supposed to be more than a couple of words long, and the president's thoughts on a wide range of issues can be mined. So basically what they're saying is, and this, that was from the uh, WAPO, Washington Post critic Eric Wemple, basically what they're saying is, enough is enough. What's wrong with Biden? How come Biden isn't allowed to ask any questions? We only have to look at a couple of days before where Biden was out there and he forgets the name of the Pentagon. And he also forgets the name of his Secretary of Defense and uh, big-time warmongering lobbyist Lloyd Austin. And Lloyd Austin spoke a few minutes before Biden got up there on stage, couldn't even get his name right. Couldn't even get his name right. Couldn't even take questions. Couldn't even determine whether he was asking or taking questions. That was the problem. And the Washington Post has been reporting that Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris, the reason why we don't see her very often is because she is, quote-unquote, taking an unusually large role in shaping Biden's foreign policy. You mean President Harris, as Joe Biden has made reference to that very often when he calls it the Harris-Biden administration. On and on and on. Those aren't gaffes. Those aren't things that Biden went, oops, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. No, behind closed doors, we all know what's going on here. And we all know that this whole thing with Joe Biden is a farce. Joe Biden is not the president. Kamala Harris is taking orders from Barack Obama. And so is Joe Biden. Just look at all of the people that the Biden administration has appointed that have essentially been handpicked by Barack Obama during the Obama administration and also the people that Hillary Clinton was going to nominate to her cabinet and various other levels. They were all picks from Barack Obama. So Barack Obama is still behind the scenes pulling strings and he's been doing it for a very, very long time. He's been doing it for at least four years. So this is the thing that they were trying to get questions to Biden about. And that's essentially the Border Patrol and what's going on there. So there was a video that came out and it showed a whole bunch of people just walking over the border to Arizona, not being stopped about anything. Immediately upon that video being released, the Biden administration clamped down on the Border Patrol and said, you are not to give any interviews or speak to any media outlets ever. So they are not allowed to talk to the media at any point. And remember what we were talking about? Remember when we said as soon as Biden comes in here, he's going to let everybody in. There are 25,000 people at the border. We had 117,000 youths ready to come in here, right? So the Arizona, the, the Border Patrol, and this is being reported by Jack Phillips, and this is in the Epic Times, and they issued a warning that illegal migration, immigration, is on track to overtake the past three years combined. So they said, and this is in, uh, who is it? John Mo Modlin, 
Modlin, the interim chief in charge of Border Patrol's Tucson sector, said, So right now, we're about 100% over where we were this time, this last fiscal year. We've already surpassed in the first four months of the first fiscal year. We've already surpassed all of 2018. If the flow continues at this rate, by the end of the fiscal year, we will have surpassed 18, 19, and 2020 combined. Combined! Now, here's the other thing that they're not telling you. Is that there is a whole bunch of catch and release going on here, which is a Barack Obama policy, where they nab these people and then drive them off into purple states. So states that are Republican but bordering on the Democrat side, or they drive them off into other cities that have a definitive Democrat leaning, and they unload them there. And now you know why the Democrats and never-Trumpers and globalists are so hell-bent on making sure that everybody in America gets to vote regardless of citizenship. Because if you allow that to happen, meaning you're just a body in a county and you get to vote regardless, if you allow that to happen, they're going to get more globalist Democrat, globalist Republicans elected, or at least make it look like that, because there is no way that anybody can say the 2020 election was, um, well, honest, right? Now, here's the other thing. If the Democrats are so concerned about locking us down, and they're so concerned about the COVID outbreaks, where we have to wear two masks, we have to be at home by 11 p.m., we're only allowed to sit in restaurants, not stand without a mask. And thankfully, the CDC and the overlords allowed people to visit one another in each other's homes, whether or not they've got the vaccine. Nobody, nobody is testing the illegal immigrants of COVID-19. Now, me personally, I'm there's a lot of questions I have about COVID-19, but that is irrelevant. The argument that the Democrats make all the time is that the world needs to be locked down and globalist Republicans need to be locked down at all times until this COVID scourge has finally been eliminated. If they were truly serious about that, then they would not be allowing illegal immigrants to go throughout the country untested. I think I brought this up on this podcast or another one. The CEO of Greyhound said, forget about it. We're not letting people in or we're not transporting people unless they've been tested for COVID. But, you know, when it comes to garnering votes... Regardless of citizen status, they don't care. And does anybody also remember, oh God, kids in cages, another classic Barack Obama policy. And remember all of those pictures that were out there, oh, look at Trump, he's keeping children in cages. Well, all of those pictures were from Barack Obama's administration. And guess who else was in Barack Obama's administration? 
none other than President Joseph Biden. So this is a Joseph Biden, Barack Obama contraption here. And, and, according to CBS News, as of Monday, over 3,200 unaccompanied minors were reported in Border Patrol facilities, with nearly half being held beyond the legal three-day limit. Oh, now why is this story interesting? According to the government documents attained by CBS, nearly 1,400 unaccompanied minors had been held in customs and border protection holding facilities for more than three days. Three days! So what could potentially be going on here? What is, let's just think, we know Biden's proclivities to, oh, I don't know, children, because we see him sniffing everybody, right? Remember all those pictures, sniffing those girls? Let me tell you something about those pictures in public, or those pictures that were released. The way he is moving around those girls is sickening. And the way he's sniffing them is sickening. So why is somebody doing that? I've always told you that the real commodities on this planet that the elites trade by, it's not raw materials or anything like that. It's drug running, human trafficking, and child trafficking. Or pedophilia. The people that were on stage or with Biden in public were being sworn into particular positions. And in order to be sworn into those particular positions, they had to make a sacrifice. And that sacrifice was probably their own children or children they bought on the black market via Jeffrey Epstein. And they offered them to Joe Biden. Now that's my conjecture because we're playing devil's advocate here. But knowing this stuff as well as I do, that's probably not too far from the truth. And the reason why he's sniffing those kids and up close and basically fondling children is because he cannot control himself. He cannot control himself. And so he is chomping at the bit to get after these kids. Look at his wife. His wife covered for this kind of stuff. I would even suspect Vice President Pence was along the same lines, including rumors of Vice President Pence having male lovers. Now, wouldn't that be a hoot if that started to come out? This arch-Christian This person that cannot stand people who love people of the same sex really has male lovers in the background and his wife is arranging the stuff. Don't you think it's odd that Joe Biden, who just can't keep his hands off of children, has a wife involved with children? Seems a little bit odd. Seems a little bit odd. And if you ever see his wife in public with him, she is 
very alert. It's almost as if she is his handler. Now, the reason why I bring up Pence is because I had a thought the other day. Attorney Lynn Wood gave a whole big release of documents about somebody that he interviewed, and it included all sorts of dirt. The person, the experiences that the person had, how horrible they were, what he knew about all the sabotage from within the Trump presidency. And he said that Pence, Vice President Pence, Paul Ryan, and Rod Rodenstein were all in on trying to make Trump go away. In other words, impeach him or sabotage his presidency. And when they were trying to keep a low profile, Vice President Pence would always say, we've got to run silent, run deep. Now, where have we seen this before? Well, that's from an old movie, Run Silent, Run Deep. But we've also seen Run Silent, Run Deep all over the Q forums. Whenever, remember Q? Oh, yes, Q had all of those little snippets that would be released at opportune times, and they would show pictures of President Trump's watch or make sure that the Q, uh, basically, tweets would be out there or posted at the same time Trump would tweet something. And when Q said that they had to go quiet for whatever reason, they would always say, run silent, run deep. So, remember also, all of the other failed predictions that Q was supposed to be doing. Remember all the predictions? Oh, March 3rd, March 4th, January 6th, January 20th, March 20th, on and on and on. It would make a lot more sense if Q was not a patriot movement, but Q was actually Pence, Paul Ryan, and Rodenstein running a counterintelligence operation under the guise of pro-Trump leaks. That way, they can make Trump supporters look extremely foolish by following the Q narrative and make them look extremely foolish when they have ardent faith in these Q predictions and these predictions do not come true. Q has been a lie since day one and it's been organized by anti-Trump globalists, probably with Vice President Pence, or I would suspect Rod Rodenstein of the Mueller investigation at its head. And that is the last call with Chris Michaels.